Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Really, Riley? 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 <laughs> Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Woo! Hello, beloveds. Happy Wednesday. It's already been a really long week, but I guess that comes with the territory because I'm officially getting married in 30 days. Like, whew, super excited, but that's not what I want to talk about today. So the title of this here podcast may seem a little strange. It's called I'm Driving My Engagement Ring, or rather my first engagement ring that is on somebody else's finger, but not like that. So <laughs> it's not what you think it is. Let me back up. Um, if you guys are new to this podcast, I always like to get on here and talk about things that are very real, very raw, very Riley in a sense, because I like to make you laugh. I like to make you cry. I like to make you relate. I like to sometimes make you go, what the mm, did she just say? Um, and it's funny that I started this podcast talking about my future husband and I's marriage that's coming up in 30 days because once upon a time, I was engaged to someone else. Granted, it was like, what, 11 years ago or something like that now? We were actually engaged twice. And he left me four months before walking in the aisle for both weddings. And needless to say, that situation, A, taught me so much about life and love and myself and self-worth and things I wanted to change and la di da di da di The gamut of life experience that I could get from any one relationship I got from that. I mean, it was emotionally abusive. It was physically abusive. It was all around just toxic and bad. And it was almost my downfall. Sometimes it's like hard for me to talk about, not because of the fact that like, there's any feelings left over there or I regret anything in terms of that relationship falling to the ashes because it should have. And I'm glad that it did. I just look at that girl that was 28 years old when it started or was I 20? See, it's been so long ago. I forget. Anyway, I was 31 when it ended and I literally just fell apart. Honestly, the only thing that would get me out of bed was my job and my dog, Pink, because I had to let her out. I had to feed her. I did not care about myself. One iota, I was broken, as broken as I've ever been. And I get re I'm getting really, 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 really here with you people. Like, I did not care if I lived or died. Granted, I would never have done anything to myself, but... I didn't care what happened at that point. So fast forward to when the healing started, because I feel like that's a whole nother podcast about that period in my life. But 
once that was over and I was in Nashville at the time when all that fell apart and I got the job in Atlanta, I moved to my favorite city in the whole world and I started discovering myself and feeling more like me. I was also pregnant with my first son, Lyric, at the time, and it was time to get a new car. I was embarking on this new uh, journey of motherhood, and back to the title of this podcast, I'm driving my engagement ring. I had this, what I thought was my dream ring, sitting in the jewelry box as a constant reminder of what I thought I lost in that dark period in my life. Like it got so bad sometimes where I would just get drunky monkey and I would put it on. And I don't know if y'all are Sex in the City fans, the OG episodes where Charlotte broke up with Trey or their marriage fell apart and she used to walk around her apartment with her engagement ring on just to like remember what that felt like. Yeah, your girl did that. It was it was pretty sad because none of that relationship was fairy tale, but I was holding on to that facade for whatever scraps it gave me emotionally. I would take like <laughs> I would take pictures of it and send it to my one friend. And she was like, Riley, you got to get rid of that thing. And I remember always saying my, to myself, you know, I'll get rid of it when I have a reason to get rid of it. I don't know why it was, I mean, it was beautiful. It was, you know, I thought it was my dream ring and I just didn't want to get rid of it. And I don't know what I thought I was holding on to. I was just so afraid to let go because on paper, that was what my life was supposed to be. Lord, it, I was so wrong. But when I had this new little being inside of me and I had a reason, I thought, (laughs) okay, I'm going to go get a brand new shiny BMW and I'm going to get this expensive ass car, something that I wouldn't be able to afford myself ever, especially not with a child coming as a single mom. In hindsight, that was pretty stupid for me to go that expensive with a car, but I got a deal on it and... I had a good down payment for it. So I ended up paying next to nothing for what the car would have been for me just buying it without having turning in this engagement ring for it. And it was also very weird because I was turning in my Mustang that was my dream car, still is, nothing special. It wasn't like a Shelby or it wasn't anything crazy. It was just I had always wanted a Mustang. I had always wanted that car and I had it and there was no car seats going in the back of the Mustang. So it was like, I wanted whatever I got after it to be this special thing. So I wouldn't be sad getting rid of Jasmine was her name, black Mustang, black interior. Like again, it was like the base level of it. But to me, it might've, it might as well have been a freaking Maserati, this BMW that I, I still stare at her pictures because one day when I'm out of car seats, I will get another one. As a matter of fact, my first son, Lyric, jokes with me that he's going to buy me two of them someday. So cute. But I remember saying to myself, like, okay, now's the time, if any, to get rid of some of these bad ghosts and let it go. Because I couldn't open up the door for new things coming in without getting rid of those old ghosts. So... I thank God I didn't get uh, hurt or robbed, but I sold it on Craigslist to this one gentleman that I felt really, really good about selling it to him because he seemed very excited about it. He seemed like his fiance was going to love it as much as, or his future fiance was going to love it as much as I did. He seemed like a genuine good dude. And I got a little bit more than he was willing to pay because he loved it so much. So I was like, okay, it's going to a good home. 
So when I went to pay for this car, oh my God, the debacle. Like, did I not only pay with the engagement ring and let go of those ghosts, but I don't know what was wrong with his sales, dude. I think he got fired like right after he did this deal with me. Originally, he got me the car and the BMW and it was like not the right car that they sent me. Like the interior was wrong. The fix, the, the fixins, as I like to say, just like the, um, general accessories that were supposed to be add-ons that I just had to have. And let me tell you, I have kicked it into that sport mode that I couldn't live without. Cause I had previously been in a Mustang like one time in the almost six and a half, seven years that I've had this six years that I've had this car. So don't be thinking I'm driving around in some, some some souped up something or another. This this car is not, it's older now. It's still my baby, but I went through the ringer getting this car because <laughs> when they gave it to me, they said, okay, we're going to go through this whole debacle. I was in because they gave me the new car that was the right one, but then they never paid off through their loan department the loan for the car that was wrong. So then all of a sudden I was getting these bills for both cars. I'm like, I don't own two overpriced BMWs that I had to sell a ring for to get in the first place. So they said and promised up and down that they were going to figure it out hours and hours and hours on the phone with them. I literally was in the damn dealership like a week before I gave birth, belly out, laying back in this chair like I'm not moving until y'all get this fixed. So I have, I get the car, I get the car seat installed in this car, I give birth. And lo and behold, the day after I give birth, I get a call from this credit union saying I still had the original BMW they tried to give me on my credit. And my mom was a banker for 30 something years before she retired. And she always made it a point to make sure I paid my credit card bills. Matter of fact, she would like have my account number for a long time and just be like, what's your credit card bill? We're going to pay it. She would just, she wouldn't pay it for me, but she would always make sure that I paid it on time. So I was real pissed about my credit. You know, I was like, what if I want to buy a house someday? And what if I want to get another car and da, 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 da. So I'm in the maternity ward, like lyrics crying on one side. My mom's trying to argue with the sales guy or the, you know, the finance people on the other side. I'm crying because I'm all emotional and I'm hormonal. It was horrible. So I went through the ringer for this damn car that was like supposed to be the symbolism of me moving on into this new life. So then... We get home, everything's good, and I'm trying to like maneuver being a new mom and I'm trying to get around with a car seat and not scratch this brand new car and make sure that, you know, there wasn't like spit up or poop explosions in the backseat of said brand new car. Like what was I thinking getting a brand new expensive ass car with a brand new baby? I don't know. But then one day it was raining and I never got out of the house at first with Lyric. I was like, or at least not by myself. And I was like, okay, well, there's this consignment shop. We need to go get a few things. Let me try to venture out and see how we do. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think Lyric was like a month old. So I'd maybe had this car for like three or four months, still had the new car smell and I'm pulling into this parking spot. Sure as shit scraped the crap out of it. I can't park for anything y'all. And it was raining. And I remember getting out Like thinking for some reason I was just going to get it together and still go into this consignment shop with this scratch here after I put the information on this person's car. And as I'm putting the information on this person's car, they see me putting the note there. They see me crying. They see the baby carriage, the rain drizzling down. I think they felt so bad for me because their car was kind of a beta that they were like, just go. Honestly, like that person must have the most wonderful karma. 
within them because they were just like, just, I feel, I feel your pain go. So it ended up that I showed a very big bit of emotional strength to not break down with my hormones at the time and to Google how to get turtle wax and how to get this damn, it wasn't even a dent, but it was a scrape. And I am not that girl. I mean, before Lyric, I was not the one to put anything together. I was not, there was no scrubbing of scratches out of a car with auto part findings. Like I would, that that was not me, but I got on the Google machine, got on the YouTube machine, ordered like the special scrubby pads and the special wax to get it out. And I'm like, okay, well this is going to take a while. So like, what am I going to do with the baby? Put the baby in his car seat, went out in the front of my house, put some music on, opened the windows for the baby. Thank God it was not too hot. And I scrubbed away and got that shit out. (laughs) Done stuff there, friends. I think this car was cursed by that old engagement ring. I'm not even kidding. I I shouldn't say that because I still drive it today, but I am driving down the road to work. I'm on time. I'm not speeding. And all of a sudden, like a car crash. Like it was not my fault. This dude literally like pulled out in front of me. Like I was in one lane going forward and he pulled out of a side street in front of me and smashed into me. I'm just like, you've got to fucking be kidding me. Like it was mangled this car. This new symbolism, this piece of my freedom from all things bad in the past, you're joking, right? Nope. Sure as hell. (laughs) It was just crashed in the front. And I get it fixed, but in the process of getting it fixed, I worked with this attorney to make sure that I got a settlement from that. I ended up trusting him and, you know, he was like, you have to do all of these things. You have to go to this chiropractic place. I ended up almost in a scam, I felt like. But I went to the chiropractor. She treated me. She's like, yeah, you have like this misalignment. You have tension, da 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 But it was like a week's worth of chiropractic care that ended up to be a lot. Because when you go to the chiropractor every single week, it was like, whoa. And through the insurance, they were supposed to take care of it. But I was very naive in that I didn't check through all this. And by the end of it, that boo-boo-ass attorney hadn't paid the chiropractor out of the settlement that we got. And my dumbass like didn't ask for a breakdown of all of this. And they worked with me, the chiropractor, but they were just basically like, yeah, one of you guys has got to pay this. There's this bill. And he's supposed to pay it out of what he got from the settlement from you guys. And oh my God, like I had just moved to DC. Lyric was like a year old and I am flipping my shit on this man. I'm like the bad, like I was like, I'm going to call the bar. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. I'm like screaming down the streets. He ended up paying it off. So he was trying to be boo-boo about it. And I like, the more I talk about this story with this car, the more <laughs> I'm flabbergasted at just how much juju came along with it, given the way I acquired it. Because, wow. Like, even myself, I tell this story, I'm like, whoa. Okay. But there was a moment this week through all of that that reminded me just how far I've come and just how far I have to go. Because I got the title to that car this week. You know, you get so caught up in, like, the hustle and bustle of things. And when you've had a car payment for six years, like, my mom always taught me to kind of, like, when you get that money back in your bank, you just pretend like it's still not there anymore. Like, you still put that money away. You still save it, which is what we're going to do, you know, to build back up the money from the wedding or whatever. But I had 
not to sound bougie, but I'd like forgotten that it was about to be paid off this month. And I got the title in the mail and I was like, oh my God, like it's officially mine. I, I've never paid off a car before. I've either turned them in or they were, you know, beaters that were given to me when I was like 16. And it felt like another sense of like superb accomplishment for me. Like it's so grown, you know, like I own a house right now, but there's still a mortgage. You know what I mean? It's not paid off in a sense, but this is mine. Like I own this, it's paid off. And to like go through all of that now in this space, it's like, wow, what a journey. Like, and it's, it's nuts. The things that remind you of that journey, like the ways life sends you like a little nugget of like, Hey girl, you've been here, you've done that, but you're still doing the damn thing. I don't know. Like that one title, that one piece of paper just reminded me of how zany this journey has been to get to this space where I am getting married to legit my person. If it's not him, it's nothing in 30 days. And that car is the car that brought me here. That car that I originally bought coming off the heels of such turmoil, such sorrow in life. It's trippy, man. It's trippy. And it's also a very good feeling to not have that car payment coming out of my paycheck every single month. (sighs) Wow. I don't know. I think I just took a breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, bring in the good, bring out the bad, because retelling that story really does hit me home. And it's time in my life, I feel like, to coast a little bit in happiness and enjoy the fruits of my labor. I sound like I'm 80 years old. We got a long way to go, but... I'm definitely trying to take stock of the journey and appreciate it even more these days. So there y'all have it. There's my little story about paying off my car. I appreciate you so much listening. I hope you guys got something from this too. And as per usual, I always end this podcast with the DMs are always open. If you guys ever want to give questions, comments, concerns, you guys always reach out to me and you're like, Riley, I hate to bother you, but you're not bothering me. I promise. And if I don't ever answer, I will get back to it. Like I always say, if I can do it, I will. And sometimes I can't because sometimes I'm dealing with the babies or I'm whatever it is, but I will promise you that I will do my best to answer. So at Riley Couture on Instagram, R-I-L-E-Y-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Facebook is the same. Uh, Twitter is Riley Couture 5 because some idiot stole my Twitter while I was giving birth. I swear I have these birth stories of people messing with me, you know? (laughs) both of my birth stories are odd. Um, But then TikTok is Riley Couture 7 and Snapchat is at Radio Recon. Y'all, I love you so much for listening. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll chat with you on Friday for the Fave Five. Thank you so much for listening, y'all. It's really Riley.